discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, let's get to it, everybody. Let's get freaking to it. All right, Married at First Sight, Season 14, Episode 11, Worst Dinner Party Ever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the title is absolutely correct. I don't know what that was, but we'll get to it. But first, we're on day 29. And um, this one, all the uh, couples have talked to individually talk to their friends to talk about what's going on in the relationship and blah 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 because it's um it's near the uh the, well this is pretty much the month anniversary episode so yeah it's a month anniversary episode and this is where their loved ones come in and talk to them and say hey you know what's going on what's good what, you know how, how are you holding up and all that jazz so it's day 29 and steve talks to his brother about you know the noodles and how uh noi needs to learn how to calm down and all that stuff and not be so uh rigid in her um problem solving ways and he also talks about the money thing and how that's really a strain a strain in the relationship but at the same time they're they're doing okay you know uh, other than that so we go to mark and Lindsay. Um, Mark's job is pretty much telling him, hey, you know, I guess, I, I don't know if it's embarrassment and stuff like that, because it's not like the, it's not like his job watches the show in the meantime, in real time, you know what I mean? Like, right now, they're only witnessing what Mark is doing, so I don't know what makes the company so uncomfortable with, uh, Mark filming at the same time that he's working, but anyway... Mark's job says that as of right now, they don't want him to work, but they'll definitely welcome him back after filming, after filming is done. But for, you know, for him, the pace sucks and he wouldn't mind doing something else. Um, what's it called? Uh, he's going to try and bring it up to Lindsay. Um, but he doesn't know how she's going to react to that. So he does. And she's like, hey, you know what? All right, cool. You know, you didn't really like that job anyway. But, you know, you could probably, you know, take like a week off or whatever and, you know, just try to figure out, you know, what you want to do. It, You know, there's no stress about it. And he's like, no, 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 no. You know, I need, I got to work. I can't, I can't just, you know, sit here and blah, blah, blah. And Lindsay's like, okay. But, you know, with no kids, you know, and like later we're going to have like kids in life and stuff like that. And you won't be able to get another like free week by yourself and he's like yeah, yeah, yeah but but kids kids is like so far away you know i need to you know do work right now I, you know i, I you know I, I, I still gotta work and Lindsay's like so what i'm hearing is you know there's no kids you know you're not thinking about kids you're not even thinking about me you're just all about you right now and that you need to work you're not putting anybody else into your world this is your experience this is your problem that's it it's you 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 and you know he's like yeah well he doesn't say anything and hey i mean i know Lindsay's freaking batshit crazy but you have to give credit where credit is due she's absolutely correct um 
he isn't thinking about Lindsay because she's like, well, you know, in her head, I mean, she's kind of, I mean, she's right in this instance. Yeah. But at the same time, she's kind of, she kind of is thinking of herself because she's like, Hey, you have a week free. You can come and get to know me now, you know, but what, but what she also means is that you don't have to bear this burden all by yourself. I'm here. I'm your wife. You know, we could figure this out, but him he's just thinking about no 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 no. i can't freaking rest are you kidding me i gotta work or i gotta find work or whatever and one i attribute that to well three things i attribute that to his work ethic i guess he's never not had a job to um just like i don't know just society too that men don't have a chance to sit down and quote unquote do nothing you know we're, we're not supposed to do that we're always supposed to like oh go for the next thing go for the next thing and if we're seen as taking taking leisure we're automatically um hounded by our significant others by that because by them in turn they're they're the ones doing doing the work and blah 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 and they don't have the time to you know sit down and relax whatever you know the stereotypical thing where let's say the wife comes in from work you know working a hard day and she sees her husband just chilling in on the couch watching television you know laid up sock no socks on shorts whatever maybe with some popcorn or playing video games she's irate because she's like whoa how come he gets to be quote-unquote lazy while me i was slaving away allegedly because you know oh i'm a woman so of course i'm doing much more work and not getting paid for it so how come he gets to like lay down and whatever you know so that's probably what mark feels it's like hey there's no way i'm fucking not i'm there's no way i'm slacking i, the, I don't know what vacation or not work means after work, after work, you know, so, um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know what the third thing is, I forgot, <laughs> but that, but that's, but that's what I think that is, um, his work ethic, him, his work ethic, and, like, society's pressures that men always have to provide, and, you know, is fixated in his head that he can't have time off, um, and that sucks, because he should, um, but but for him as well, he he shouldn't, well, Lindsay said this, he shouldn't get a job just to have a job just so he can keep busy. You know, he should find a job that is passionate and stuff like that. And I guess in the meantime, because it's not like he didn't like his work. Well, I mean, actually he didn't because the pay sucks and all that good stuff. And, and the commute is not good as well. So maybe this was a blessing in disguise that he should find work that pleases him as opposed to um just uh um what is it as opposed to settling as opposed to settling for that job you know what i mean he should definitely try and look this should definitely be the opportunity to look for something else but they got into a, a huge well not huge i didn't say that they got into a kerfuffle but it's warranted because Lindsay's right he isn't taking the time to know her and stuff like that while he has the chance to have a bye week 
you know, as, as the sports people like to say. He doesn't have to do anything right now. So he should take the time and be like, yo, let me relax for a bit. And then next week, I'll hit the pavement. You know, he should do that. All right, so now we go to uh, Noi now. Noi speaking with her friend. I forget what friend she was speaking to, but whatever. But Noi's, you know, talks about Steve and, you know, she loves Steve and blah, blah, blah. You know, thinks he's nice and sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I remember the friend now, yeah. Um, she, she came to the wedding, I forget her name. But she was, like, the really tall one, if you guys watch. Uh, so, yeah, Noi, Noi talks about Steve saying he's nice and he's sweet. And he fixes our problems pretty quickly. And, um, let's see, uh, she said, if decision day was today. Oh, no, no, the, one, the, the friend says, if decision day was today, what would it be? And she was like, you know, I love him, but hey, <laughs> love isn't in everything. And then, you know, they're both like, ah, ah, and they both start laughing. Ah, yeah, that's right. Love isn't everything. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, you, ha- you have to make sure that you don't fall in love with what he could be as opposed to what he is. Again, don't fall in love with potential. And that's what happened to me. You know, I'll say it time and time again. That that is exactly what happened to me, you know. Um, my ex fiance fell in love with potential because she thought we were gonna go, and, and it was partially my fault. You know, I promised her a lot of things, but I promised them only because that that's what I thought that was gonna happen. You know, like it. You know, when you get married, yeah, you get a house, you live, and then you continue on living. Like it wasn't a. I mean, yeah, I'll take accountability for that. I did say those things, but like, why, why, what, what would you want me to say? Like, yeah, we're gonna get married, we're gonna live in a dumpster, and you know, we're gonna have to beg for food. <laughs> you know, who, who says that? Like, of course you're going to, you know, be under a roof and whatever. But it's not, of course, you have, you have to work for those things, and I didn't. So that, that's what happened to me. Uh, you yeah, know, so. Yeah, so I, I understand noise apprehension, but also you're not giving Steve the benefit of the doubt as well. Because because of your scarred past, you don't want to give anybody the uh, benefit of the doubt. You're like, nope, this is how I want it. If you're not coming in with the bread, then this relationship is dead. And yeah, it's kind of effed up. But anyway, um, day 30 of marriage. <laughs> Um, go to a Katina Lajuan. Mm, she's talking, uh, Katina's talking with her friend. Basically, she's saying she's guarded because she doesn't want to get hurt. And I understand. Because remember, in the last episode, uh, Elijah was like, yo, you know, you're so guarded, blah, blah, blah. But we know why she's guarded because she gets drilled, but not in a good way, in the negative way, with negativity and hurtful words and so she gets insecure so she wants to be guarded so i can understand why she doesn't want to do that she doesn't want to open herself up mentally physically and spiritually with elijah one yet because she doesn't want to get hurt because she literally got hurt by that very same man because of him spewing all this stuff saying that she's lazy you know she doesn't rank high in his evaluation of a woman you know what I mean? So it's like, um, yeah, and she started crying. So, yeah, we can see why she she 
is getting hurt and doesn't want that hurt to continue and that's why she doesn't open up at least not yet we get to jasmine and jasmina and michael and uh michael is not reading her love languages love languages is very important like i said um i swear by the love languages and a lot of people do if you don't know your love language please take the test it's a 15-minute thing. I think go to like GaryChapman.com. He's the one who invented the love languages or discovered them, however you want to say it. Um, I read his book. I have, I own two copies, one for singles edition, one for couples. Get either or regardless. They'll help you, but, but you don't even need to get the book. I mean, get the book if you want. I, and again, I'm not sponsored by him or whatever. This is just honesty. Um, but I do advise you to take the test. So take it on his website. I believe it's GaryChapman.com or the love languages test google that and um it's like a 15 minute thing it's super easy um i'm gonna try and memorize i'm gonna try and recite the five love languages but i always jinx myself and can only um do four so it's um uh words of physical touch words of affirmation giving gifts quality time and acts of service oh wow i got them awesome it's probably like the first time i did that but yeah, so it's all of those, and once you figure out what you are, that's how people can serve you, rightfully so, and how you can serve them. And they're very—I think those two things are very important because sometimes people misconstrue love languages and they're like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like, okay, like what's the stereotypical thing, right? A women love flowers, or like women love chocolate, right? So let's say you get into an argument with your chick. <clears throat> And then later that night, you come home and you give her a box of chocolates and flowers, right? She'd be like, Psh. and she'll just like look at them and then walk away like, what the fuck? Like, this is a foolproof plan. But nah, bro, that might not be her love language of giving gifts. You know, may maybe she wanted you to vacuum the living room and that would have been, or do the dishes. That would have been much more suffice. You would be like, oh, damn, all I got to do is wash the dishes? I didn't have to spend money on freaking roses that's going to die in three days and this box of chocolates that's going to expire tomorrow because I got it 50% off because of Easter? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no, you, you got to know how to read that, and then you'll be fine. You're like, oh, man, that, that's all that she wanted? Okay, cool. I could do that. So, yeah, so Michael's not reading uh, Jasmine's love language, which is, and he and he, therefore he thinks she wants this when she needs something else or he thinks she he thinks that she would want this as opposed to just listening to what she actually wants you know so that's what he needs to do and he doesn't do that so day 31 there you go. It it is a, uh, it's um what is it? It's the month anniversary. <laughs> I was like, what, what's going on? So um, as we all know, Jasmina is super pretentious. <laughs> so Michael surprises Jasmina with a presentation of their one year marriage stuff. So he he made like four or five platters of stuff you know like meats and crackers and grapes and all that stuff you know like real bougie chartreuterie type things right and 
at least Michael's listening now because Mike, because uh, Jasmine is like, oh my god, he knows how I love presentations. This is beautiful. This is so sweet. It looks like I made it, so I love it. And I was like, all right, take it easy. <laughs> um, she's like, yeah, she looks like I. She says, she oh, it looks like I did it, and um, whatever. And she's like, you know, yeah, we're in a great space. Um, I and she's like, you know, I can't wait to see what he has planned for today. I'm like, again, like, why does, why, it, it's both your anniversaries, like, you, you haven't done nothing, you, you didn't even think of planning something for him, or not even plan something for him, did you get him anything, you know, why, why all of a sudden, oh, man, I can't wait to see what he has planned for me today, I hate that, yo, I hate it, that is all on the guy, always on the guy, never on the chick, you know, and we and we both know you're not even gonna give him any buns, you know. So like, what are you really doing? You're just accepting gifts. That's it. Like, and that's that's bullshit. All right, but anyway, um, so he takes her to where they got married. So they're having a, um, you know, they're having a dinner. Oh no, no. But first, he says that um, at the uh, presentation in their house. He says that when they did their vows before, they were strangers, so we should renew our vows again now that we're familiar with each other. <clears throat> so we rewrite new vows and then recite them at the end of the day. So fast forward, they're at the place where they got married. She's so surprised, and then they, you know, she whips out the uh, vows. And you know, I didn't write everything, but you know, she was like, "I promise." I will always make you feel wanted and valued and mostly heard. That's all lies. There's no way that she's going to do that because it's embedded in her. Sure, anybody can grow and anybody can change. But for what? She feels entitled. So Jasmina is not going to change for shit. So that's lies. And, um... Uh... What's his face? Michael says, I will try to be vulnerable and show you the good, the bad, and ugly, and I, I believe that's half right, you know, again, he's trying to, he's trying hard, he's trying hard to, you know, get past that hump of his, so we'll, we'll see if that works out, so we go to uh, Katina and Olajuwon and their special date, and Katina says that she's planning it, which I was very surprised at, you know, considering Jasmina is just sitting on her ass, just waiting for Michael to do everything, and Katina says, oh, you know, a lot of people say the guy is supposed to plan it, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yo, I don't care about that. I'd rather take it into my own hands and do something that I want to do. And this is our first month. He can handle the year. So that's cool, you know. Yeah, that's that's cool with me, man. Just as long as she did something, you know. She wants to do the the month and, you know, he can do the year anniversary. That's perfect. And then, then that makes sense. I mean, she, she should plan something too, but at least she did that, you know, that's the thing, man, at least, at least, at least the woman put effort, that's all we fucking ask, man, because once we, once you put the effort, yo, you, that, that locks in our head that you're really down for this, and then we will do the exorbitant amount of whatever you want us to do, but if you're just not doing anything, or worse yet, you expect us to do something, meanwhile, you didn't earn that expectation, then fuck that, you know what I'm saying, like, no, like, we're gonna look at you some type of way, it's the same thing as when, you know, you, you get mad that, oh, I can't believe he's expecting sex after 
a, a date or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like the same thing. Yeah. We didn't earn that right. We didn't earn that expectation. And you get that. You're like, what? Just because you paid for the meal, this you can get this pussy? Hell no. Exactly. So it's like, why why are you expecting all this shit when you didn't get anything? When you didn't earn that? You know, or, you know how women say, earn me, earn me. Well, earn my shit. Earn my shit. Then you can get the spoils or whatever. You know, your heart's content. But I need to know that you're down. So there you go. So um, uh, they go on a gondola ride. Even though they, I don't even know how, the gondola or whatever. I'm like, no, it's gondola. Stop it. <laughs> Um, but so they, so he, she takes him on a gondola ride and he loves it. He's like, wow, I never did this before. This is great. Um, so, you know, he really liked it. Uh, it's Mark and Lindsay. They go camping. Lindsay loves the freaking woods. So it's kind of, it, I mean, it, it, it's half camping. No, actually it is camping because they have the tent. There's nothing in it. So it's not glamping, but at the same time, they have a freaking wood fire oven. You know what I mean? A, a wood fire oven uh so they can make pizza and all that stuff so like it it's half roughing it half we're not gonna die out here <laughs> you know what i mean but she loves it Lindsay loves it so um um oh yeah one of the other vows is like with uh jasmina she says um i vow i vow to stop fighting with you and and start fighting for us which is a lie she's always gonna fight that's who she is <laughs> um so day 32 oh they have the freaking dinner party and oh boy things get weird okay so um <clears throat> they all meet up for you know their one every all the couples meet up for the month anniversary uh meet up and stuff like that um for a dinner party and everyone's talking and then everyone's giving their things about what they like each other what they don't and you know Noi and Steve they uh, well they revealed before but to everybody that oh you know we love each other and everybody gives their you know praises and grievances but then they get to Katina Olajuwon then Olajuwon's like hey you know you know I, I saw something when I came here and I don't really like what I'm seeing but you know um yeah, I, I I don't know. It, it makes me question if this if this marriage is real or not. And then like, you know, he pretty much put her on blast. And it's like, fam, what are you doing right now? Like, don't do that, you know. And um, everyone's like, well, you piqued our interest. You gonna tell us? And then he's like, and then she's like, well, you know, we'll speak about it, you know, later. Which is which is what he should have done before. But then he's like. No, no, no! I would speak on it. I, I, you know, I put it on the table right now. And she's like, "No, you can't do that because you didn't even speak to me about it. I'm literally now just hearing that you have a grievance with me. You know, because like two seconds ago, you were you put my you put your hand on my knee and all that stuff, and um, and I don't like what's going on. And then he's like, "All right, but you know, you, you pretty much piqued everybody's interest. Not to say that oh, he should say what it was." But it was so stupid. And she's like, well, you know, I want to go now because she's super embarrassed. Like you shouted her out without you, you, you made her look like a villain without even saying what the crime was, you know? So now you got everybody looking at her, looking at her at such a way for 
what might not be anything, you know? So, <clears throat> so you see, so they flash back to the party bus where everybody was on. And I guess Katina, no, Alonjuan asked Katina for her phone. I don't know why your phone works just as good as hers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then he sees that she has a dating app on there. And then he kind of uh, shuts down. So they go home. She's pissed. And she's like, yo, let me see your phone. And then she's like, okay. And then he's like, yo, what's that? And she's like, what? It's like that. It's a fucking dating app. It's a dating app. Why the fuck you got a dating app for? You're married. You're my wife. Why do you have that on? She's like, it's old. It's old. I don't understand. Why are you bugging out? It's old. It's old. And he's like, nah, yo. I was like, I don't like that, yo. How can I trust you? Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. You know, like, I, I'm I'm giving you my soul. I'm being mad vulnerable with you. And you got a fucking dating app. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm sorry. It's old. It's old. It's old. And look. First things first, he he can be upset with her having a dating app on the phone, but just his, but he's overreacting, okay? I will completely admit to that. He's absolutely overreacting. Now, this is kind of like this, mm, not really, but... This is kind of like the same thing that happened, what was it, last season with Brett and Ryan when Ryan, was it Ryan? Yeah, well, Ryan had the dating app like two weeks before decision day, you know, and he like tried to holler at somebody. Ironically, it was one of Brett's friends. Uh, and she was like, whoa, I can't believe it did that. You're like, you couldn't even wait like two weeks to, or maybe it was one week. You couldn't, you couldn't wait one week before we, you know, uh, parted ways. But, you know, but then there was rumors that she was seeing everybody. She was, she, she was seeing somebody, you know, every day staying up at two o'clock in the morning and stuff like that. So like, that's why he even did that because he knew it was over considering that she was allegedly seeing somebody else behind his back it's always like whatever but but the point is should you freak out over a dating app now katina might be telling the truth that it's old it's an it's an old thing it's an old um uh dating app right but but it's not like he found this on you know the honeymoon you know even that would be, I would even give the honeymoon, even though I'm not supposed to be really. Even on the honeymoon, I would, I would understand. But 31 days in, and you still have that thing on. Like you're, I mean, unless these people don't take it seriously, I mean, you're married. Sure, it's a two month trial, but you going in, saying to these people, "Oh man, I want a husband," blah blah blah. I need love in my life. You're thinking once they once they get you on the show that this is your wife or husband, whatever. Then you should delete the dating app. Why is it still on there? I wish he took the time to see when was the last time she was active. Then that would completely solve the case. Because if she was active like two days ago, okay, Katina, now you're in, you're completely in the wrong. Right now, I'm just giving her a mishap. She probably just, you know, whatever. Um, 
it was, you know, it was on the wayside. But who's I, we don't even know if it's active or not because, like, she could be still getting notifications, you know, if it's old. Because, like, yeah, why don't you delete it? Because cause my thing is, despite it being a month, right, a month, um, uh, a month of them being married, they've been actually trying to get her a husband for the past like two months you know what i'm saying because that's it's like a two month i think it's like a two three month progress uh ordeal with with the, with getting on the show so what do you do then you should you should because what are you doing trying to find dates while you're trying to get married you know what i mean because if you because if you're gonna give her the benefit of the doubt, then you need to give Chris from season twelve. You know, oh, we know Chris. You know, AKA Blessed. That guy. You need to give him the benefit of the doubt because that's what he was doing too, and nobody liked it when he was doing. Oh my God, how can you be looking at dates when you're getting married? Blah blah blah. All right, then you give Katina that pass too. You know, so that's the thing. I don't think she should have been doing that. She should have deaded those. Um. Well, actually, well, no, yeah, she should have deaded. If she if she's really looking for a husband, then you get rid of those things. And then when you get married, I mean, when they come to you and you know do the champagne thing, and they're like, okay, Katina, you're getting married in two weeks. Boom, there you go. Bloop, end it. Dead. I'm done. But maybe she was you you know. Maybe she was telling the truth. I mean, maybe she is telling the truth that it is old, but she just kept it there because, again, this is two months. So she might just hop back on there if she sees that this is going to go south because why? She's probably, she's probably not going to dead it until decision day, which I also understand, but still, like, so then you, you already have one foot in and one foot out the door. That's not good, too, if you're thinking about marriage. You know, that's that's not nice. You shouldn't do that. So, I don't know. But one thing is for sure, I do not like how Olajuwon carried the situation. That was not good of him. Not cool. That, 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 was, that, was, that was uncalled for. That was very bravado, very machismo. Like, you didn't do, you're my wife, blah, blah, blah. Very controlling all that all that all that stuff like he shouldn't have done that he's an idiot for doing that but yeah so that's the end of the episode um yeah it's 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 it, <laughs> it's probably gonna it's it, you know what we have uh we're on 11 i don't know maybe six or, six or seven more episodes you know you know it's gonna get crazier from here on out now you know we're 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 on the we're on the down stretch now you know so it's gonna be like what you know, twenty nine days until decision day. They'll they'll start putting down. So, oh man, all right. But yeah, you know what it is. It is uh, card. It is the the and self edition card game, and we are on number eighty five. Eighty five. All right. So let's see what eighty five has in store for me. What makes me feel love? Oh wow. No, that's easy see my words of affirmation i mean my love languages like i was saying with michael what makes me feel love physical touch and um words of affirmation especially with someone that i'm attracted to i have a crush on or whatever 
they they tell me anything worth of atten- uh, a- a- uh adoration or acknowledgement it sends me to the fucking moon um i i've been i'm working on a uh i'm working on a uh podcast i'm working on an episode chronicling not to give too much away but chronicling past relationships and I'm reading things back from old lovers or whatever, what have you. And I see some of the things that they write and I'm just like, wow, they really did like me. This is why I have such an attachment to them. And they're not just somebody. They weren't just a fling or whatever. I still remember them vividly. And I'm just reading back their stuff and I'm just like, man, wow, like, they really fucking loved me like and and not and not that i didn't see that before when they first read it but you see it in hindsight just to see it so vividly and captured it's like wow like damn that's crazy like and i know it's silly to think like oh man do, do, do they remember that or like do they not necessarily still feel that way but is there like a small candle for me within themselves that they have carried over just like I have seeing that probably not because most of the people that I most of the people that are in this um episode are married so that flame is probably distinguished you know and I probably and I probably didn't have an impact on them but they most certainly had on me and I did on them at least for a small space in time. And it's interesting. I, I can't wait to uh, get into it when, whenever I can. But, um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, what, yeah, what makes me feel loved? Or what makes me feel loved? Whatever it is, what is it? I hope I'm saying it correct. I hope I said it correctly. What makes me feel loved? Yeah, though, yeah. Physical touch and words of affirmation, man. Make me making me feel that I am somebody that I matter because all because most of the time I feel that I don't so if you make me feel matter you make me feel loved simple as that all right so uh that is that is the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbean spotify amazon music audible listen notes stitcher and iHeartRadio. you can also follow the podcast on instagram twitter and vero at t-i-n-q-p-o-d that is at tink pod if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>